Pod 37, welcome. What up, y'all? 37. Let's go. 37 is a pretty lame number. I don't like it at all. But regardless of my liking of numbers, uh, we got to do this pod. Oh, yeah. Next episode is a big pod. All right. Why? Uh, Just because it's on a Saturday. Oh. That's weird. Okay. Um, Well, welcome to Pod 37. Um, We are DTMS Podcast. Mm-hmm. That is us. Um, gonna go over some results of the poll that we polled last week in uh, regards to our last podcast, which was the deep dive on self care. Uh, we asked what pillar of self care is most important to you, and um, by five votes, we got mental well being as the winner. The other options were health literacy, which got zero votes. Physical activity got four votes. Healthy eating got two votes. And then mental well-being got nine. Um, That shook out pretty much. I thought that physical activity was going to win Yeah, that was your answer. I knew that physical activity and well-being would be probably the top two. Yeah, pretty much shook out how we expected. Yeah. Um, but thanks to everyone who voted and participated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll be running more polls soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just wanted to go over that. Yeah. Um, anything pressing you want to go over today? Um. No, nothing that ridiculous. Um. I'm just a little bit annoyed with the whole, like, being at home and whatnot. I'm ready to get outside again. But other than that, no. Get outside. Well, we can pretty much go outside. I feel like the... Yeah, Mm -hmm. we could pretty much go outside. I feel Mm -hmm. like um, the winter is definitely taking a toll on people. It's definitely Mm -hmm. taking a toll on me. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm sleeping more than I'm awake. You said you feel like you're sleeping more when you're awake? No, I'm sleeping more than the time that I'm awake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I'm sleeping, like, way too much. Um, mm. It's going like to help when you go to the gym, though, because it's going to put you to sleep. Yeah, I feel like that might be a part of it, too, because I just sort of started, like, working out twice a day while, or, like, doing, like, an elliptical and, like, a lifting session each day. Mm-hmm. And uh, that might be, like, making me more tired, too. I don't know. But yeah. we're in Only the thing, thick of it right now. That makes me think just a statement that I want to say is that I think we need to de- uh, de-demonize naps <laughs> I think <laughs> naps are completely fine and I think for normal. some reason people just look at naps like oh if you take a nap you're lazy or something like that normalized napping yeah I feel like that I agree with that cause there have been studies of like you know 20 minutes is like the perfect nap and like what yeah, is 20 minutes you. you know 
it helps you refocus. It's like they have we're not societies. To be up all day. Societies that take siestas, right? But if you take a nap in yeah. America, you're like a bum. Yeah, for real. I don't get that. It's it. It's so weird because our culture is so young that it was legitimately built off of the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> so like now everyone lives like we're still in the Industrial Revolution, but we aren't. Right. We aren't, in fact. Yeah, instead of people working 40-hour work weeks, we don't really need to do that. Nah. Somebody, you can get the same production working 10 hours today than you could back then working 40 hours. Mm Hmm. Yep. A lot of, like, the way things are structured aren't uh, necessarily optimal for everyone. No. What would be your, just out of curiosity, what would be your uh, perfect work week? Work week? Mm -hmm. Um, You'd have to do like a daily, maybe like an hour. I would say four and three for Mm -hmm. days days working and then days off, three Mm -hmm. days off. Um, Then, I don't know, I'd say like, Keep the 10 out. Keep the 40 hours of 10 hours. 40 hours a week. No, I think I would say like seven hour work days. But like you have, like I said before, like the 50 minute increments of work or like how we were talking about, like how school is structured. I feel like 50 minute increments with like 15 minute breaks in between. Mm. Uh Maybe like a half hour for lunch. And then, yeah, like seven day. How much? The regular work day is how many hours? It's nine to five is? 40. Eight hours a day. Okay, so. 40. Maybe go down to six hours a day. Six hours? Yeah, six hours broken up. And it's so crazy because I have like a revolting reaction to that. And it's not even on purpose. Like, that was completely just, involuntary to be like six hours. But it's like, we don't really. <laughs> In terms of what? Eight. Like, you're. You think it's a, like less than it should be, or what? No, I think six is about right. It's so weird because, like, the U.S. economy is based so much on competition. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, how are you going to be able to differentiate any if if uh you don't compete right i think it should be it it just doesn't make sense why we would spend so much time on competition or so much time on like trying to like trying to gain capital yeah I guess that's just capitalism, right? Yeah, like, like, by the definition. <laughs> Competition um, to make money, yeah. Yeah. I feel like... We've talked about this before, but isn't... I feel like socialism is what, like, would work best. Yeah, and we're not... And it's so funny, because... You, what you're describing is democratic socialism, but what people hear is just the socialism part 
so they so think I'm a Nazi. Yeah, right? legitimately. I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying, like, I think that the government should pay for a little few more things, like should pay for health care of its citizens. Um, don't tell me that's impossible when we spend so much on warfare and spend more on our infrastructure. Look at Texas. Texas is losing power. But yeah. if we needed to deploy 500,000 soldiers tomorrow, we could. Right. <laughs> I just feel like it should be more like efficiency based and like mm. people should specialize in stuff that they specialize in. Because <laughs> well, I feel like that. I'm confused. By that. What do you mean? I feel like the way that I feel like a lot of people in America are working the job, like the wrong job, probably. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Uh, Yo, it has to be it has to be like seventy percent, right? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a lot of people, and like yeah, it I has to like be close. Yeah, that's probably a lot of just because of capitalism and also like the education system. But I'm so interested to see like how this all shakes out. Maybe like I don't know because we are based. We like that is the the final. That's the one thing that I think pushes everything else is efficiency. All innovation yeah. is pretty much based on efficiency. All jobs, money making, any really anything, any task or goal you have is really based on efficiency. So like what? One day we could live, I don't know, we live somewhere where like somebody chooses your job for you. That's that could be possible. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. You just like what if there's a test not like just a you know, like a education a test, test, but yeah. like, you know, testing your different skills, like varying from, I don't know, like physical stuff and also, yeah. I don't know. It, I feel I like understand it could just it. be different. I think yeah. what you're saying is like, well, if there's a test that like just tests you on a broad range of things and then based on this wide range of different tests based on like your intelligence, like your own, uh, uh, in internal motivation, maybe like your right, physical yeah. motivation, different things like that, like to find you a job, right? which is like right now is impossible. Cause I don't think we have enough information on people, but could be look at, um, well, Facebook, they're trying to create. So they're the world's biggest, uh, social network. And they're pretty much feeding all of their people data to an AI to see what comes back from it. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to come from it, but maybe some, that may be something that it helps with. Maybe, I don't know. It's just a maybe, but it's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully we're growing to become more, like, efficient. Yeah. Yeah, to help with efficiency. Yeah, exactly. So definitely interesting because like i don't want i feel like this is how like i feel people like people are gonna take ai and then use it to make as much money as they can and like capitalism just gonna make a like a wider gap where mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh god i don't know i hear it i like what i like what you're saying though because it is true where the 
small, the minority group is going to have this very powerful tool that the majority don't have and will be mm. able to profit off of the majority, which I really like that will make me really, really sad if something like that happens, because I think it should be a global it's I think that I think that AI should go right in hand with electricity and water and mm. shelter like those are just like things that a person needs. And I think that AI is one of them. And I don't think yeah. that that's where it's going. Um, <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's interesting thoughts. I, um, I talked to a, uh, it's so weird. I, I had a, an Uber ride. Uh, this is not, not connected to AI, but I had an Uber ride today. And one of the guys was from Somalia. And I asked him like, Hey, like, he just asked him like things like world questions about like how small he is, whatever. He's like, yeah, I've been all around the world, but the U S is so weird. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's weird. He's like, yeah, the media here is just so different. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it just feels like they're just trying to like brainwash me or like brainwash you or something. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, and he's like, well, I like, obviously I know what he means because it's real. Like our media is just terrible here. But he's like, yeah, everywhere I go is just trying to like push like a certain type of narrative or certain type of thing down your throat. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's sad that that is just what the U.S. is. It's like everybody's trying to get scared. And it's like common knowledge, too. We talked about this, too. Like we like everybody knows Fox has its own agenda and CNN has its own agenda. It's just like why they accept it. It's weird. It's broken. (laughs) Yeah, it is weird. That's funny to hear from. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, he's literally from Somalia. He's talking about that. And then I go uh, and talk to, so, uh, one of, like, my dealers, I go talk to her. I'm like, hey, like, uh, what do you think? uh, So, I don't know even how we'd go down this rabbit hole, but we go down another rabbit hole, and she's like, yeah, you can't trust the media and all the news and all this stuff. (laughs) And like you said, it's common knowledge, but it's so weird that, like, everyone feels the same way (laughs) like yeah i don't know is there Uh, should we be doing something about this or like that's what my rise up my great we gotta storm the capitol building again that's what we gotta do do what we gotta storm the capitol again (laughs) yo (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny because like we should, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, shouldn't we? I think something is wrong with... Uh, I just don't... I, I want to hear... I want to talk to somebody who thinks... I don't think that our government works. You know, it's funny. I, um, in my class this week, they the group presentation was... Um, on Trump's impeachment and we had a discussion about like whether it reflects poorly on the US reflects poorly on democracy like as a just a government like form um and it was an interesting dis- discussion cuz like it does sort of reflect poorly on democracy and definitely on the US on a global scale um yeah. 
but I, I was confused. Driver, like, I was like, yeah, I feel some like most a lot, majority of the time I feel embarrassed to be an American. Yeah. <laughs> and I love America, but I just America's feel cool. But yeah, it's like everybody hates us. Yeah, and it's like, and I literally watch how poorly of a job we do on most things, and I'm just like, ugh. Ugh. Like everywhere right. I go, like if I tell people I'm an American, I'm like, oh, you're an American, that must mean you're like loud, rude, like don't care about anything. I'm like, damn, like that's what people <laughs> see of us. I know. Then it's funny oh, yeah. we have like our own like sectional like biases, mm. like different states and different cities. Like, yeah, I just think we need something different because. Our government's way too reactionary and too set up in a way for, because people, like, I don't, people view being a politician naturally like a job where it's like, all right, the only way I keep my job is if I get reelected. So what do people want me to do to get reelected? Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, even if it's not in the people's best interest, I'm going to do it. Like, uh, I saw the governor of Texas talking about how he was saying how renewable energy and renewable energy is only 10% of Texas's energy generation and Mm how, uh, and how because that 10% failed, that's why we saw so much failure in the power outages that are happening in Texas. Excuse me. And how, um, and how pretty much we don't need renewable energy. But the thing about it is, and how he doesn't support the Green New Deal, but the thing about it is that renewable energy is strictly based on battery batteries so that there's somewhere to store all that energy. We've talked about this on pod too. Right. Um, but if you don't have anywhere to store it, then it pretty much is just waste. And that's what I think we need. We need an infrastructure that's ready to support renewable energy. So you're asking somebody to race you and they only have one leg and you're in your supercar. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a really fair comparison. It doesn't yeah. really tell you anything. So, and this is their... This is their government official. Like right. there's not somebody who doesn't know the whole story and who isn't even trying to give it a chance is the one in charge of something that the world needs. We all mm-hmm. know carbon is killing us. We know right. it. Um Do you think we should move to Austin? Hmm? Do you think we should move to Austin? I actually like Austin a lot. I think Austin's really interesting. Because I feel like that? that's... You were just talking about the governor of Texas or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just went down a rabbit hole in my own mind uh, thinking about how many... Like, how Austin is sort of trending and how everyone from, like, California is moving to Austin. Yeah. Like, first off, like, like, property value must be rising. Oh, yeah. In, fast. In Austin. Very fast. So that would be like a good investment and it's also warmer and mm-hmm. i was also thinking about like i wonder if they're gonna get like more progressive now you know because i feel What's like weird about it though well go ahead you finish your thought just because i feel like the 
the demographic that's moving there is different than the demographic that's there. Yeah, it's funny because, right like, there, they're like, oh, don't California my Texas. That's, like, their whole thing. Is that, um, <laughs> is that like, I just a hope phrase? that people, because the problems that people are seeing with California is the high taxes. And right. what does happen in a lot of blue states is the government takes a lot of control over what you do and can can do, which is what happened yeah. here with the reaction to COVID in mm-hmm. Massachusetts, um, how we shut down everything. Uh, not saying that I don't agree with that. I just think that the mortality rate for COVID was high in a small demographic. So that small demographic probably should have been the ones under that quarantine and under that until we moved through it. Um, but yeah, what's weird about Austin is that it's blue, the city itself, but everything else around it is red. So it's like a real calm watered storm for people who who are uh, most Democrats or people on the right who um, right. who move down there find it as like a safe haven. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get all the fun and coolness and cool stuff that you like from blue states, but it's a red state, so you can do whatever you want. That's what I think is really cool about Austin and Texas as a whole. We should go and take it over. I definitely want to go down. I want to go check it out. I wouldn't be against it, really. I would like to, to take a trip a there bit. to see like what it's like. Yeah. I I want to check it out, too, because everyone that I've seen who talks about it, who's moved from somewhere else, has been, oh, I love it so much. Like It's pretty much everything you love about California, but all the freedom of being in Texas. Right. Land is cheap. Like... Yeah. yeah, Texas is a cool place. I want to check that out. And Texas is <sighs> weird, too, because it's so big that the demographics are so different. Because if you're in southern Texas, then, like, everyone is Spanish-speaking. A lot of people are Mexican, from Mexico. Um, the eastern, south, southeastern border is on the water. Uh, yeah. Then the northeast is is a desert. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Northwest, I mean. Yeah, definitely interesting. I do want to pay Austin a visit. Um, one thing I want to stay a lot domestic now. Like, I think weirdly, a lot of people want to go out of the country, but I feel like we have a lot of really interesting places to go to in the U.S. Yeah, I just don't like the cost of living and. Uh, it won't be as big a jump as if you went to like the Dominican or if you went to like Thailand yeah, or Singapore but if you go to Wyoming it'll be noticeably cheaper yeah you could buy like houses like for so cheap um, mm. yeah I don't know things to think about um one thing I found funny, I didn't read this article, but I found this article that, you know, the Screen Actors Guild? No. It's like, it's um a union for, like, actors. Okay. Um, but, so it's now, it's now going to cover, um, 
TikTok. TikTokers. What? Yeah, so TikTokers can be in the Screen Actors Guild Union. What? Isn't that Wait, funny? so does that mean like there's potential for these TikTokers to get on the big screen? Um, poss- I mean, that's probably a possibility, but it also means that they might be getting... Oh, this says, uh, important to note, however, is that there is no mandated contract minimum. In other words, influencers and advertisers are still expected to negotiate fees and rates for work. So I don't really understand. Isn't that a good thing, though? I guess it's a cool thing. Um, But it's just weird that TikTok's, like, got a union behind it now. When well, we, I thought TikTok was disappearing because didn't like China ban it or whatever? No, China's huge on it. The U.S. was trying to ban it because China's they're they they're different about what information that they can take from you. So we didn't like the fact that China uh, can do all like can get all of our data and use that data for X, Y, and Z things. So that's why we were trying to get rid of it, but. I guess we could. Oh, okay. So they can get, um, they get like Screen Actors Guild benefits if they do work for the Screen Actors Guild and like via TikTok. Yeah, but they can also debate it, like figure out how much they get paid. Like there's, um, like there's a girl who, who's on there who's like a multimillionaire already just from TikTok. And then she has like a TV show now from TikTok. God, that's crazy. Yeah, they. Uh, I watched like a short video talking about how they monetize um, TikTok videos, and it's based on like, I think they get like maybe three cents for every like thousand views or something. That might be wrong, but still. I but s- even at that, even at that rate. That's still a lot when people are getting like 3 million views. Yeah, on like each one of their TikToks, you know. Some people like upload like multiple TikToks a day and shit. And uh, what's interesting about TikTok is they still use like the influencers. Because what, what ha- what's, hap- what's happened in a lot of other social medias is that they don't want to let the individual influencer get bigger than the platform that they're on because then that means mm-hmm. the platform's not able to monetize them. So right. slowing down growth of large influencers on each platform is normal. So like on Instagram, uh, you may not get pushed as much if you're already a larger influencer with 3 million views. But if you're someone who has like 100 you're going to be pushed more or like a thousand you're going to be pushed more. Um, but Instagram doesn't do that. Instagram has pretty much been suppressing the, the big time users. So TikTok has been on a tear though, allowing people to grow crazy amounts. Like people yeah. will go on there even from just a year ago to today. We'll have like, uh, like thousands of more followers today, which is interesting. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. Um, but yeah, TikTok's on the up and up, I guess. Well, yeah, it's the fastest growing social media. It's um, 
it passed like a month and a half ago past Pinterest and Snapchat for um, active users. Yeah. So, so like I'm still Pinterest, not on come there. on, Pinterest has been the thing for like ten years now. I know Pinterest <laughs> has been huge. Like yeah, Snapchat. Sort of lucky. Like, those are two big companies. TikTok just ran through. Yeah. TikTok, remember seeing TikTok ads on Facebook? And I'd be like, what the, f- what is this? Like, yeah. why, are, why are people, I don't know. It's crazy it's so that it caught on. It's interesting seeing all of these, like, companies rise, fall. I know. I'd like to watch them burn. <laughs> watch them all burn. Burn them to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. oh man i miss south park south park should have a new season soon i feel like don't they make seasons in the winter you know better than anyone listening they made they had a halloween no they should maybe they, i wonder if they finished that would suck because well, they had a halloween they had halloween episodes last season maybe i'm just mm-hmm. like Cause I'm not like really checking Hulu like that, but I'll check tonight. Need me some South Park, bro. That's how I'm so educated on all these topics. <laughs> From South Park? <laughs> yeah. It's actually funny. South Park does do a good job. Even as people, for people who don't watch the show or just for some reason don't like it or for whatever reason you don't watch it. Um, it does do a good job of keeping things current as of recent for what the past, like eight seasons have all been like current events, right? Oh yeah. Well, so the way they structure, like the recording and the making of it is just to do that exactly. Cause they do, they take one week to make one episode, then they air that episode and then they start the next episode and they air it the next week. Yeah. There's a documentary uh, on that called Seven Days to Air, I think. Yeah. And, so uh, it's really, it's like pretty much all hyperbole. It's all satirical. Like, it's 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 pretty like really uh, like pure comedy because it's really about everything that's going on in your day-to-day life, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. It's kind of lost some of its really funny nature, but... Mm. Because it's become like it. more like a uh, like something that's like speaking on like the the world. Yeah, I feel like they have sort of taken more of like a not like a political standpoint, but they sort of try to be like informative yeah. more than just being like funny. Now, hey, but that's like that's the stance they take because they have that platform. You know, it's pretty. It is good for them. It is good. Yeah. I uh, sometimes just sing that anime song that they sing. <laughs> Let's fighting love. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, that comes in my head episode. sometimes. Yeah. That was a great episode. One of the best. That's a fighting love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny love stuff. Love Park. Um, anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, nothing's really popped into my head right no. now. 
right, I know well. things about we that we may talk about in the future too that yeah come to mind um but no nothing for today all right well um yeah like we well these wednesday episodes are probably going to be shorter um yeah they're generally going to be shorter just by how things go more just like a uh like a check-in episode see what see how you guys feel about our future topics um Mm -hmm. talk about something that may be pressing for the day we may find another spot for things on these episodes too. Ideas coming into mind right now. Um, yeah. I'll bring up to Mike outside of pod, but let you guys know when we can. But um, behind the scenes, <laughs> um, should I announce the poll? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so we're gonna be doing the next poll for our next coming topics. Uh. So we're just going to ask you to cast your vote on the Instagram at DTMS underscore podcast uh, for our next, this Saturday's topic. So the choices are, um, explain yours, the explain the mining one. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to talk and let you guys know about the, the state of uh, electric vehicles or the electrification of the world, because um, it's not just... I think people get the misidea that it's just about uh, electric vehicles when it's not. Um, it's going to be electrification of everything. So uh, buses, uh, uh, delivery vehicles, uh, maybe down the line, planes and boats. So that's going to put a real constriction on the supply chain that we have right now. Uh, by 2030, they, uh, it's projected that 30% of vehicles sold will be electric. So by that point, it's going to put a real constriction on the supply chain of the things that make batteries like lithium, uh, mainly graphite uh, and nickel uh, and a little bit of cobalt, which should be less in the future. Um, But yeah, just talking about that and how the mining industry, the industry that's going to create the things that are put into batteries are going to be really constricted. So, and maybe some, some plays for you guys to go into for the stock market if, uh, if you guys vote on it in the future. So yeah, pretty much just that. Word. So. Um, so that'll be what's like a concise way. Cause I have limited characters on the poll. Uh, oh, just to... like the, uh, future in mining and electrification. Okay. Uh, so yeah, future mining and electrification, um, Another one we thought might be interesting is like the origin of meditation. Yeah. Like how that became a practice and who developed that. I think it was Buddha. Roger J. Buddha. Um, and then what was the other one? Uh, oh, the science behind flow state. Yeah, the flow state. Uh, we could go into what like the flow state is. We can... Uh, talk about different like athletes or different um professionals that experience the flow state and like what they have to like what their take is on it and stuff uh but yeah so flow state origin of meditation mining and uh electrification right yeah 
Cool. So yeah, like I, like I said, uh, at DTMS underscore podcast is the Instagram. So go cast your vote. Um, awesome. This has been Pod Thirty Seven. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Thanks, guys. See ya.